I'm Victory Vez. This is the first episode of a series I'm putting together during the pandemic that has changed our world. It's called Sounds of Our Lives, and each piece will be a sound-rich story focused on hope, resilience, pain, love, the changes we are all witnessing. I think you get the picture. I hope you'll share these if you like them, because that's really the only way they're going to be heard. And FYI, the audio experience is 10 times better with headphones. So press pause, go grab a set, and enjoy. Part one, together in sound. That's John Domsky humming. He's originally from Poland, but right now he's quarantined in the French Alps, where he's lived for a decade. A few days ago, I reached out to family and friends on social media, asking and kind of begging some of you to send me recordings. I wanted to hear everyone's personal stories or sounds of isolation. Thank you for responding. I hope you love hearing what everyone sent me as much as I loved making it. Everything you're about to hear was made by somebody else. All I did was put it together. When it rains, it pours, but you didn't even notice. It ain't raining anymore. It's hard to breathe when all you know is. Um, spending quarantine in the French Alps, away from home, Sweden, away from most of my friends, most family, but with new friends, new family. Doing absolutely nothing most of the days, drinking too much, going out for a few hikes every now and then, and just doing the best out of a shitty situation, you know? That there's always been a rainbow hanging over your head. But right now it is very sunny, so I'm getting a beautiful bronze tan. Spending every wake hour in the sun. Gonna come home looking like a golden bronzed god. And hopefully all my friends will be jealous of that. So that's what I'm working on doing this quarantine. It's getting bronzed up. Getting bronzed up. Take a bath? Okay, alright. Take a bath. Hey. Huh? Turn off? No, we gotta fill it all the way up. Oh, take off your coat and take a look around. Everything is alright now. Cause the sky is finally open. I'm Dan. I. I'm in the Navy, I'm in the middle of a permanent change of duty station, and um, I picked March 16th as the date that I was supposed to move my entire family across the country, and of course the, hey, no splashing, okay? No splashing. And um, yeah, somehow we made it to Virginia Beach, finally, where I'm, I'm buying a house and everything, so. It's been, uh, it's been super stressful. I've, I've had to adapt to 
many different governor's laws depending on what state I've been in. I, you know, I, I drove my cars across the country and I was going to camp the whole way. But come to find out some of the states wouldn't allow camping or their, their hotels were shut down or their restaurants were shut down. It was, uh, it was an incredible journey, but um, it's actually going to be probably the most memorable and epic story of my life. Hello out there. This is Joanna from the Wilderness Institute, a.k.a. my apartment in the north side neighborhood of Missoula. I'm on day 26 of self-isolation, and the time has certainly felt paradoxical. Days feeling overly full when I spend hours on Zoom sessions, but then feeling grateful to have this link to others when it's professional or personal. The days tend to blend into each other. I haven't given up bathing yet, which I'm taking as a good sign. Early on, I thought this might be an excellent opportunity to go on some stellar hikes, but each time I've tried this, the trailhead parking lots are packed, so I've taken to exploring my little neighborhood nearly every day. Do you want to head down to the train tracks? Sure. There's... What are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, weird. Okay, there's an axe sitting on the roof of someone's Subaru. That's definitely unexpected. There's a lot of urban wildness here, a lot of quirky charm, a lot of unlicensed junkyards, perhaps, van life for sure. I love the random art, the found object sculptures and front yards. The alleys are especially excellent for hidden gems. You know, I think we live just far away and enough from the train tracks for it. It's like pleasant sound off in the distance. Oh my gosh. Okay. Are you gonna? No, honey, I don't know about that. Ooh. There's like uh, three saucers and a two pots sitting out next to a garbage can. Very tempting, tempting finds. Going to resist. What? Trying to resist. We don't need any more cookware. No, we don't. So. Rather than seeking high elevations, I'm hunkering here in the Missoula Valley and trying to experience the small wonders of the North Side neighborhood. In this episode, in order of sound appearance, John Domsky in Les Allures, France, my amazing 13-year-old sister, Sophia Iveyes in Chula Vista, California, Gustav Hilford, also in Les Allures, France, Dan Kaywood in Virginia Beach, Virginia, Joanna and Dennis Campbell from Missoula, Montana, and Zach Viente in Missoula, Montana. The song playing right now is a Chinese love song, performed by my friend JK. I hope you enjoyed this, and please, please send me more recordings. I will continue to do this as long as the pieces keep coming in.
小姐，嘴角向下的时候很美，就像安河桥下清澈的水。Part two: Howling with the World. On April second, I clicked on a Facebook page I was invited to. It's called Howl from Missoula, and the first thing I saw were videos from the previous night. Kids, dogs, everyone in the videos were howling. But at what? I went down the page a little more. The admin, Amy Kreider, posted that the purpose of the group is to howl for medical workers and those on the front line of the virus fight. Hundreds of people had joined the group for the first night. I thought this was a neat way to show appreciation and solidarity, and similar to what was happening around the world. In Italy, neighborhoods came alive. Throughout the country, people were singing and dancing from the safety of their balconies or windows. Italians, while at their lowest, were boosting morale around the world. Pretty soon, other countries started joining in. In Germany, a neighborhood sat on their overhead balconies together as they all sang "Bella Ciao" in solidarity with the Italians. New York caught the bug as well. In the Bronx, Biggie Smalls' "Juicy" rang throughout entire blocks. Even high schoolers shared their music to the world. California's Chino Valley School District a cappella group got together online to perform their canceled festival. Over the Rainbow has always been one of those songs for me. People all over the country have taken up howling and other forms of showing their gratitude. It's definitely Montana style to howl. I mean, it's one of only a handful of states with a healthy wolf population. I myself was excited to howl. It seems like the worse the crisis becomes, the closer we all get. As neighborhoods unite, the world unites. The spirit of that unity had infected me. I knew that just a short hike at a local trailhead would put me over the city. The howls would radiate. I just knew it. I showed up to the trailhead about 15 minutes before 8 p.m., which is when our lungs would be filling the air. I thought there was plenty of time to get up the hill, where I would be able to look out over the city. But on the way up, a dog, who I would later learn was named Sesame, showed up. She was lost, searching the fire road up and down for her owner. I immediately gave up on my aspiration to howl. I called the number on the collar. Her owner answered. Apparently, Sesame chased some deer up the mountain, leaving her owner Margaret in the dust. After the phone call, the owner and I were on the same page. Sesame disagreed. She proceeded to sprint down the hill towards the trailhead, away from Margaret. It was 7:52, and I figured there was no way I'd get back in time to howl, but that was okay. When I caught back up to Sesame, I picked her up and carried her about 200 yards. She seemed okay with letting a stranger carry her. I think she knew I was trying to help her. At the trailhead, I grabbed a public leash that was hanging there and attached it to Sesame. Sesame, let's go. We started hiking back up the hill towards Margaret. Time felt like it was moving slower than normal. I looked down at my phone. It was 7:59, and Sesame and I could see the entire city. 
Margaret could wait a couple more minutes, I thought. Sesame, how? How, Sesame? It felt good to howl over the city with voices that were banding together when our bodies could not. I'll never forget howling with Sesame, the dog I only knew for about 15 minutes. Hey, thanks for holding her. No problem. Sesame. Did she howl for you? No, I tried. So where did you come down? I was, I saw her. Margaret was now the first stranger I intentionally came within six feet of over the past few weeks. Navigating self-isolation is weird. It started snowing as I walked away. The next day, Missoula County learned about its first COVID-19 death. Amy from Howl for Missoula suggested dedicating the evening's howl to those involved, the family, the medical staff, everyone. I went back that evening to howl not just for that person, but to howl in unity with an entire world. The sun was setting on what felt like the first true day of spring in Missoula. Birds were chirping, a mountain biker whizzed by, no one else was around. The normalcy of the moments leading up to 8 p.m. were peaceful. It was also reassuring to know that in the next moment, around 10,000 members of the group would come alive. The echoes of the howls traveled through space and time towards my isolated body. I howled back. <laughs> 